This is the Book of Mormon for you. A daily dose of scripture thoughts by us kids to help us develop a love for the Book of Mormon to last a lifetime. Okay, everybody, here is part two of Jackson's interview yesterday, and he talked about the priesthood in general yesterday, but today we're going to talk more specifically and uh, buckle up. So I'm kind of into angels, and probably just because I have lost people in my family, but one of the keys that Aaronic priesthood holders have is the key to the ministering of angels. So like, just to clarify, that's like, um, wait, I... It's hard, right? I had to look it up. And like, what does that mean? And according to Dallin H. Oaks, he says, because you guys administer and bless the sacrament and baptize, you use the power to make people clean. And in the sacrament prayers, it says, you'll always have his spirit to be with us. He said, I believe that promise not only refers to the Holy Ghost, but also to the ministering of angels. And then he quotes 2 Nephi 32.3 that says, For angels speak by the power of the Holy Ghost, wherefore they speak the words of Christ. So it is that those who hold the Aaronic Priesthood open the door for all church members who worthily partake of the sacrament to enjoy the companionship of the Spirit of the Lord and the ministering of angels. That's so cool. Because like when we bless the sacrament and stuff, like you think sometimes you just kind of forget that like you're allowing them to renew that and like keep his spirit with them throughout their week. And like with the ministering of angels, that's kind of cool because like if someone has lost a loved one that they were super close to or something like they can know that they're still with them and that they can still use like their guidance in their life. I've had that through there's been times where like I had, I'm, so, I'm like feeling really hard and like it just is super comforting to me when you can kind of just feel like almost like a pat on the back from like Grandpa Ron or something like that. It's super mm-hmm. cool. That has happened to me and I've had instances where I've been reading the scriptures and phrases and things that I read really jump out at me and I felt like my dad has been there with me and it's a real thing because it says the rest of that scripture says, okay, so second Nephi 32, three says angels speak by the power of the Holy ghost. Wherefore they speak the words of Christ. Wherefore I said unto you feast upon the words of Christ for behold, the words of Christ will tell you all things what ye should do. So where are the words of Christ? Well, the word of Christ is just like the book of Mormon and like, I don't know, like anything that is taught by our prophet or the Quorum of the Twelve or anything, it's all the word of God, like it comes straight from him. Yes, yes. So if angels speak the words of Christ, then is it too far-fetched to think that when you're reading the scriptures sometime looking for an answer, that there couldn't be somebody near you? influencing you making things stand out it's almost like you get to do a scripture study with grandpa ron or something yeah, that's like, so cool he can be there and just like kind of point to things and go look at that look at that doesn't that mean something could that be an answer they speak the words of christ they speak through the scriptures and like you said yeah, through conference so cool. talks this weekend you could be hearing conference talks it's almost like they could be sitting on the couch next to you and pointing things out Kind of giving you a little nudge. Like, did you hear what he just said? That was for you. That's so cool. Like to think about and how we can administer that, like in our families and stuff. Yeah. 
by doing the sacrament with your family, you have made it possible. If they're worthily taking it, you've made it possible for them to have those experiences. That's so cool to think. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. It makes me want to read my scriptures more because I always want to have him around. So maybe, maybe if I read my scriptures, that's an opportunity for him to be there or anybody else, other ancestors or because, you know, many prophets and apostles have said that a lot of times it's our own ancestors that are there ministering to us. That's so cool. Like, yeah. Speaking the words of Christ. uh Uh-huh. And like just how we can like have things pointed out to us like by our ancestors. That's so cool to me. I don't know. That's just cool to me. When I first got cancer, I was in the hospital and I was alone. And Melanie sent me a text that said, read Alma 7. And I was like, okay. And as I read it, it was one of the coolest experiences of my life because I really just, I didn't feel alone. I didn't feel alone. And it was also just You know, Alma 7 talks about how Christ suffered not only for our sins, but for our illnesses and our struggles and our strifes. And um, I had just been thinking while I was sitting there that if I had to go through chemotherapy and radiation, all that stuff, that it could bring me closer to my dad because I would have been through some of the same things he went through when he had cancer. And then as I read Alma 7, I got this overwhelming, like, see, that's why the Savior did all that for us. Because by going through those same things, you are brought closer. You understand each other better. That is cool. And how, like, through our suffering, like, if we just think, like, when we're suffering or, like, it's sad or something, like, he's gone through exactly what we have. So that, like, it's almost like, oh, a pat on the back. He's like, oh, I've been where you are. Like, I feel you like that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, I had I had an experience like that, kind of similar. Not like in the same way, but at EFY last year. So I had, like, my dad told me to go in with, like, this kind of, like, just have a question, like, the whole week. And, like, my biggest question was just how I could be better at repenting, I guess. And just, like, what's the best way to do that? And it was in the morning one day and we were doing our personal scripture study and my dad had texted me that before we left to read the book of Moroni because like that was Grandpa Ron's favorite and also like he felt that was something I should do and I read and I can't remember the exact verse but I think it was in Moroni 7 and it says you need to have a broken heart and a contrite spirit and like I just read that and like highlighted that and I just felt like like almost like Grandpa Ron was like standing right behind me, like watching me read, giving me like a pat on the back. Like this is the answer to that question you had. And I just thought that was really, really cool. And it totally fits with angels speak the words of Christ. Yeah. He was able to like go look, able to confirm that to you. Like that is what you're looking for. Oh, you're making yeah. me cry. Thanks a lot. No. <laughs> I feel, you know, when, when he died, I was only a year older than you. Oh, that's then, uh, so crazy. I can't even think about losing my dad. Right. That young. But we all, you know, and we, we, we still say it, but we're like, this is a big rip off because, you know, he doesn't know my husband. He doesn't know my kids. But when I hear you talk like that, I know he probably knows everybody better than he would have if he's yeah. still alive. Exactly. And he sees like our struggles and I know that he's there like a lot, especially when we're struggling. Like he's, there to help us I feel like 
especially in our times of need. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And I think he can have a much wider influence this way than he could have. Not that I would say, I'm so glad he died. I don't feel that way. But it is comforting to know that you've had those experiences. I know that Cameron has had experiences like that. I, I feel like he he's definitely watchful. And I think, you know, the way the church runs on the earth can't be that different than the way the Lord runs everything. And so if we've got ministering brothers and sisters, who's to say that the Holy Ghost isn't orchestrating a huge ministering organization? And it is through the power of the Holy Ghost, but maybe it's these angels that are like actually on the ground doing the work. Who knows? Exactly. And like, I just think our ancestors can like point out just at home in our daily lives, like, like have guidance from our ancestors. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you're brilliant. You're just a smart, brilliant dude. I'm so proud of you. Uh, You made me cry. Uh, Well, thank you, Jax. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for having me. First and second books of Nephi, Jacobinus, Jeremiah, nine words of Mormon, and Mosiah singing, This is so fun. Alma, Helaman, third, fourth Nephi, Mormon, Ether, and Moroni learn the teachings of the prophets in the Book of Mormon. Hey, 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 hey!